Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. See website for details. Milkshake is real. <laughs> the housewives of Wales. <laughs> it's not the housewives of Wales. House witches. Yeah. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to the Welsh. Hello everyone and welcome to the Welsh Witches of South Wales. The Welsh Witches of South Wales. Oh no wait. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to the Real House what Witches. Is real? <laughs> <laughs> oh right, let's do that again. Hello. Who did you even know? Like <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to the Real House oh, Witches Christian. of South oh, Wales. <laughs> Today yeah, it is... right that time. <laughs> we did, yeah. We're still in Mercury retrograde, so guys, just excuse the miscommunication. We do know our title of the podcast, but God, Mercury got to me then. Like it really got to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, that wasn't really Mercury, that was just you forgetting what to say. But <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it was definitely Mercury retrograde because like communication. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Any other time it would have been fine. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, just just you know. Yeah, it's um, all types of communication. So obviously, guys, episode three today we will see Merc. Mercury's making me like stumble over all my words. Oh my god, Mercury, <laughs> stop it, guys! <laughs> Today's podcast uh, title is Shadow Work. So me and Laura will be discussing the shadow, the shadow within each other the shadow within ourselves, and the shadow of the world. Um, but before that, it is Saturday the 6th of Feb. Next weekend is my birthday, guys, just so you know. On the 14th of Feb, I will be 26. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we will talk about that in another time. Just dealing with it on the wrong side of 25, but never mind. Um, but basically, guys... Um, we are still in lockdown here in Wales, so obviously episode three, now we're still doing this via Zoom, so I still haven't seen Laura in the flesh. Hun, tell me about your week, tell me how things are, and you know, like, let's catch up, let's have a goss, let's have a chow wow. A chow wow? Yeah, or I meant to say powwow. Powwow, yeah. Going back to that whole Mercury game, <laughs> we were actually talking this week about communication problems that actually happen, like with your technology and work. So I think that would be a good place to start, the actual Merck problems. Yeah, so guys, if you listened to our last episode, episode two, we discussed paranormal experiences. So if you haven't heard that, go back and listen to it now. But we also discussed the Merck retrograde because Mercury, the planet, is in retrograde. And obviously Mercury retrograde um, impacts a lot of like technology, but it also impacts communication and all of that sort of stuff. Anyway, guys, I work in a very, like, technical role. So, like, I work in TV as my, like, day job. And um, it is all about, you know, like, live studio, live programming, you know, we edit on software, um, all of that sort of stuff. So, it, we are surrounded by technology. Anyway, guys, we are in a new building. So, like, the technology is meant to be, like, up to scratch. Mercury retrograde hit, and oh, my God, like, everything has just gone wrong. Like, 
our edit suites went down, the program that all of our footage goes into went down, our login um, app went down, so a lot of us couldn't actually log into our work, cameras were going haywire, like because the cameras aren't manned by people now, they're all done via technology, so every camera movement is programmed in, and those cameras started going haywire in the studio and spinning around on their own. So um, yeah, like guys, uh, Mercury Retrograde has really impacted my work at the moment, but which is good because I'm working from home right now. So I haven't been impacted by this, but I'm looking at all my colleagues and I'm like, guys, you can't, you can't fix this problem at the moment. Merc's in red. Like there's nothing you can do guys. It is weird. Like there definitely is something to it when all that has been happening if it doesn't normally happen. But it's like with my work too, I'm working from home as well. And it's like I said to you, we're moving on Monday onto like a whole new system. Well, I mean, should we be doing this like right now, given the Mercury retrograde situation? Is this really the right time? I don't think so. And everyone was like, oh, fingers crossed it will work on Monday. And I was like, oh, I don't think so. No, next time I'm definitely going to say to the people in work, I'm going to be like, guys, expect technical problems because Mercury's going into retrograde. And they'll all be like, nah, nah. And then when it happens, I'm going to be like, guys, I told you, Mercury red. Like, I I regret not saying this to people before I left. I was like, guys, you're going to have a tough time because it's Mercury's Merc just Rhett. went into retrograde. It's Mercret. Mercret is real. <laughs> yeah, Mercret, um, we have been feeling that right now. Um, it's never a bad thing, is it? You know, Merc isn't out to get us in any way. It's just doing its thing and we stand. We stand Merc. Mercury retrograde has been felt, but yeah, it's fine. Quick question, hun. What is your favourite planet? I haven't thought about it that much, but if I had to pick one, I'd probably say Jupiter. What about you? My favourite planet is probably Pluto. I know there's like a whole debate around it, but I love the underdog and I feel like Pluto is such an underdog, so I stand Pluto. Yes, I think I would have probably said that if I didn't say Jupiter. So if I think about it more, that might actually be my favourite. Because I, I stand underdogs too. Like the fact that like it was a planet and then they're like, oh no, it's not a planet. And it's like, no, guys, like you can't just take that away from Pluto. Mm. I don't care about science. <laughs> I'm telling you, Pluto's a planet. <laughs> I know, who cares about science anyway? Like, it's so overrated. The only thing is, like, Pluto is really, really, really cold, and I just don't like the cold, but I can look over that for Pluto. Yeah, and maybe that's why you think of, like, personality. Pluto is so far away and cold. It's, like, literally cold, like, towards people, like, emotionally detached. <laughs> yeah, that's just getting, that's just getting into it too much. Like, you Han, are you still there? Oh, you've paused. Oh, you're there. Oh, Han, you, you, you disappeared, Merc. It's Merc Rat. God, you paused for me. I was like, oh. <laughs> what I said wasn't relevant anyway, John. No, I heard it about uh, about Pluto and the personality of Pluto. And do you know what, Han? I, like, I buy into that. I believe that. Like, I love that. Like, I think we should discuss the personalities of the planet. To me, like, Jupiter would be, like, the big, like, big man, the big boss sort of planet. Like, yeah, I completely agree to all of that. Yeah. Well, because I can't remember exactly what they but Mercury, like, <laughs> Venus is, like, love. I can't remember the others, but... Yes, that's something as well. Okay, um, the connection is like really bad. <laughs> it is actually Mercury and Vet, isn't it? Like this is like a real thing. Merc, please let us do this. Uh, like we love you. Mercury and Vet actually end. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing to see Paul. You know, when does Mercury and Vet actually end? Do you know? 
Mercury is in retrograde until February 20th. Anyway, let's discuss shadow work. Let's hope this internet problem does not persist. So, Hun, last week I talked to you about shadow work because you didn't know what shadow work was, did you? No, but now I do because I googled it. (laughs) So I haven't tried it, but at least now I know what it is. And what was your impression of shadow work? What did you take from it when you were researching it? So shadow work is... (laughs) Or has got in notes. (laughs) Yeah, I make notes. So it's all about um, the dark side of yourself, um, where you contain all your repressed feelings, secrets and fears. And yes, suppressed emotions such as rage, hatred or jealousy. Exactly. And also with shadow work, the whole point in it is literally exploring every single part of yourself, you know, because we are very much... I know I am personally, I am very much a person who's like, no, I'm positive. I'm all love and light. There's no shadow in me. I have no bad sides. I'm not selfish. I'm not jealous. Mm-hmm. I'm not a bit of a dick sometimes. I'm perfect. Mm-hmm. I, I, <laughs> but then myself, when I'm not trying to project this image onto everyone else, my thoughts are like, okay. no, <laughs> you're very uh, selfish. You're very this. You're very that. You are not perfect. You look ugly. You look stupid. Like this happens a lot for me. Um, so so the shadow is that part of yourself that you suppress. You can't, you can never get rid of the shadow. Yeah. And we've probably all been doing shadow work, like without even realizing it. Like I didn't know what it was, but like, I've probably been doing that the whole time anyway. This is what's interesting about shadow work is the fact that it seems like a new concept, but equally we all deal with things and we all have things that we don't like about ourselves. And we ask why that is. And sometimes you might even journal why that is before like you say before you even know that it is actually shadow work so personally I've never actually wrote anything down but I do shadow work in the sense where I think about things and I will kind of ask myself things but I know I need to do more shadow work I need to sit down and really deal with this shadow of myself because it's one of these things that you put off you can't put that off. You can't have a spiritual practice and develop in your spiritual practice without dealing with that side of yourself, no matter how bad or emotional it might get, you know, it's, it needs to be done. Obviously some things might've happened to people that's very bad, mm. proceed with caution in that sense. But for people like me, who's been fortunate in that sort of area where nothing too bad has actually happened, I always think to myself, yeah, I, I can deal with that, but I'm not ready to deal with that, but I know I have to. Yeah, but how did you find out about it in the first place? So I found out about it obviously from researching witchcraft because when you get yourself into the practice of witchcraft, you've got to read, you've got to research. You can't just be, oh, I'm a witch, I can do pretty spells and I can make spell jars and here's another spell. Like, no, you have to actually put the work in. Being a witch is being very spiritual. You know, you are, yeah, you're a witch and you do the spell work, but that's only like, three percent of what being a witch really is you know you do have to put the work in um in the sense that you need to learn about the history of witchcraft and you also need to learn about what's involved in witchcraft and different witchcraft practices and part of witchcraft and i'm sure part of other spiritual practices but in my context it's witchcraft they always talk about shadow work there's always people telling you to do your shadow work there's always books telling you to do shadow work and how to do shadow work and online there's plenty of shadow work prompts so you can deal you know if you don't know where to start find a prompt and just go with the prompts you know and kind of if it relates to you investigate that part of you for a little bit yeah i haven't actually started doing that yet 
But one thing that I found quite interesting was the shadow part of you is meant to be formed in your childhood. Like that's how it starts, which makes sense because like people get bullied like in school and then it like, you know, like sticks with them for the rest of their life. Because one of my shadow qualities could probably be like holding grudges against people which I do from like the past. People who like offended us like in school and you probably relate to that as well because like we both kind of like went through it at different times but yeah that that was a bit that I find quite interesting about how like what happens in your youth can like develop the shadow. So we should touch on that a little bit and give some context to that because you are completely right. Uh, For the people listening, me and Laura have known each other since like 2K8. So we've uh, we made friends and the story of how me and Laura met was a funny one. Apparently Laura was a bitch and she broke some girl's necklace. So this girl was like having a go at Laura for breaking her necklace and Laura was like, no I didn't break the necklace. And I was looking at Laura and she was there like being like argued by this like complete chav having a go at Laura and then I was there and I didn't know who Laura was but I was like I I can't remember what I said but I was probably like interfering like oh what's going on like come on stop or whatever like I was probably just being annoying and Laura was like okay who's he (laughs) when I first met you I felt like you were like an underdog and (laughs) in some ways I think you still are an underdog but especially then I was like oh I feel bad for this girl you know she's being argued at it's clearly not her fault like come on like have some sense here so I was kind of like sticking up for you but um after that moment me and Laura did become really good friends and so we made a lot of like silly YouTube videos together and uh, the school found out about it now obviously um (laughs) I had a lot of bullying before this point because there was a lot of people bullying me for being gay so I was getting a lot of like homophobic bullying but then our videos became like common knowledge and then it just swept around the whole school that me and Laura were these freaks basically. And we would have so much said at us. We would have so many people making fun of us. The teachers made fun of us. Yeah, that's a lot to deal with. Like I think we handled it quite well, but I do, I hated school and it was kind of where I went through a bit of depression because it was very hard. I just, it got to me. Yeah, I was talking about this exact same thing yesterday with our other friend Josie about on a walk with her and we were literally talking about this exact thing like yesterday about like how school is just like not the place for people to be comfortable like it's just not like good for anyone especially like quiet people. I, I will say um, I was bullied in, in comprehensive school but the weird thing is I was bullied in sixth form and university that she wouldn't really expect. I, I call it bullying from secondary school from my perspective because I was bullied. I, I do feel like I was bullied. And I do feel like we were bullied. Maybe maybe so in the case that you were kind of made fun of but not bullied, but I was yeah. definitely bullied for the things that we did, you know, especially with the teachers doing it. But you are right. I remember you not enjoying um, sixth form and also those people in uh, your university year who, like you say, you expect them to be a lot more mature. And I met one of them when I was yeah. out one night and I kind of, she was like, oh, I know your friend Laura. Yeah. And I was like, well, hold on. I know about you. It's not yeah. fair. Stop. People would think, oh, I wasn't bullying because like you didn't do anything to like stop it. But like, if you think it's bullying, if you feel like it is, then it is. It's, it was verbal bullying, you know, we were lucky in the sense that we weren't like ever 
beaten up or anything, but it was verbal bullying. And there was a lot of people who would uh, make fun of us and knock our confidence for even doing anything. And now I watch this whole TikTok generation where they are literally in school making stupid videos. And I think to myself, that was what me and you were doing. We were making stupid videos when we were in school we were literally i do think we were ahead of our time like we were right on the cusp of youtube when it was like on its peak we did we had videos that got like quite a few views and all that sort of stuff but they just weren't ready for us like they just weren't ready for us then that's so funny we were ahead of our time like a cultural reset yeah i think think of it like that but yeah i suppose we were in that sense we were just we were stupid but we were just like fun maybe people were jealous of like our sense of humor like we're just having fun so you're obviously boring (laughs) i think people were jealous of our humor because i think people didn't like that we never conformed we were ourselves we didn't follow i mean we followed to some extent but we Mm -hmm. didn't change ourselves to fit in me and you were just very much like ourselves and all the people are too concerned about being cool and being like everyone else that we've got two people in the class us being all like ha, 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 look at us look at us like we're just laughing like we're having fun we're just being weird like and I like that we did that we never like sold out I, I think that that would lead not now but like quite nicely into another episode just about Leo and Aquarius because that it's kind of like what you think of when you think about like being yourself and not fitting in the fact that we're both Leo and Aquarius. So that'd be nice to talk about just that, focus on that for a whole episode because it leads quite nicely to that. Maybe the next episode can be Leo and Aquarius. Uh- With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, Because, yeah, that's a great topic to discuss. And actually on our um, podcast cover... We've got the star signs, the Aquarius and Leo star signs, if people haven't noticed. But yeah, that's there for people to yes, kind of know. You're right, because you go through that in school and you go through that, in your case, in sixth form and university, which I'm sorry about. But yeah, and then that does stick with you because you are completely knocked down. Everything. It wasn't like that bad. No. Yeah, I know. But still, it shouldn't, shouldn't be happening. Yeah, everything that you've kind of been confident <laughs> about or thought you were good at or enjoyed completely gets knocked down once you've been through some sort of traumatic bullying experience because you start to believe that maybe I am wrong maybe I shouldn't be like this maybe I shouldn't be enjoying these things maybe maybe everyone else is right because there's so many people telling me I'm wrong that I should actually be be right about that so I left school I didn't go to uni Um, I went to college and in college I was a bit more myself and I wasn't bullied in college but there were two people in my college class who did make fun of me Um, by that point it was still 
and there were like other strangers in college who would make fun of me as I walked past. In college, I had friends that I felt safe with. So I was a bit more myself in college, but it was still stuck with me in college. Going out there and then going to like, into the real world and working in the job, went into an apprenticeship and the people on my apprenticeship, I, I was a bit more reserved on my apprenticeship, but more myself. So like, I didn't really want to be center of attention there, but I was being more of myself. And then I accepted who I was, you know, as I got a little bit older and I had friends who actually accepted me and enjoyed my company and I got along with. Um, but it, stuck, it does still stick with me, you know, sometimes in work or when I go anywhere new. Like for a while, I can't tell people that I've got a boyfriend or, you know, that I like men or anything like that. Because I still worry that sort of fear that people are from school, there's going to be people like school again. So you are right. Um, that does stick with you. And that is something to explore in the shadow work. It's like, why, why is that such a fear? You know, why, why don't you accept that about yourself? About that, about like insecurities being a part of your shadow and shadow work and you talked about that example like people still bringing things up and it like affecting you so like one of my insecurities is my speech impediment and I do think I would be like a lot more confident without it and I remember like it's like most people like are like oh I think you like you sound fine I'm like oh okay thanks and then there's this one person a few years ago, so I, I was working in retail at that point, a member of staff, we had like a nice conversation, but she said, oh, so you have got a little bit of a speech impediment. And I was like, oh, like you brought it up, like don't bring it up. And then it's like, oh, like couldn't we have gone without bringing that up? So it does like, when people like bring out like what you're insecure about, it does like stick with you. And then you're like, oh great. So now like other people might notice it. That's a sort of thing, a classic example of somebody not thinking before they speak but also she probably doesn't see it as an issue she's probably just like oh you well you do have yeah. one you know accept that you you have one um so again like as you say it's your insecurity but for her she's just like oh well it's it's what you have you know that that's that um so it depends how she said it and how she meant to come across but i get what you mean you know you don't want somebody pointing out those insecurities you don't want that being brought up in front of people and all that sort of stuff because you don't like that mm. but that is part of your shadow you know it's part of what you don't like about yourself and then once you explore that and you develop that and you ask why you don't like that and you put the positives for why you like it and the positives for why you don't and the negatives for why you don't like it as soon as you develop all that and you talk about that and you write about it and you do it a few times eventually you'll be like do you know what it's it's this most tiny thing like why is that holding me back that means nothing and then you move past it and you grow from that I mean personally when I first met you it took me years to even notice you had one I, I didn't know you I didn't even hear that I didn't even pay attention to that until like probably you probably said oh yeah I don't like my speech impediment or something and I was like oh I was like, well, I, I didn't even know you. It just didn't register with me that you had that. And you do try and like focus on that side of it rather than like one person that might bring it up. So yeah, no, it, it does sound like a good thing to practice. For me, I have like plenty of fears, but if we're talking about like insecurities, I have insecurities with like my body. So I, I do have body insecurities. It's got better recently, like in the past year or two, I've grown more comfortable in my own skin and my own body um, and that helps with going to the gym and all of that sort of stuff but there are parts of me where I think oh yeah no I don't like that especially like in like just day-to-day -day sort of life I'm like oh no I don't like that about myself oh that needs to go oh maybe I need to get that 
treated or oh I need to get Botox or whatever like there are things like that that um bother me but also like I, I'm completely like accepting of who I am now and that I'm gay and all that sort of stuff but sometimes when like I was saying earlier it's like when I meet people I get a little bit nervous about meeting people because I always worry what they're going to think you have to constantly out yourself when you're gay you know you come out but you come out and you come out and you come out and you come out every time you meet a new person you come out um because the amount of times I'm asked it's a very conflicting thing because lots of people just know straight away and then other people are like oh so you know have you got a girlfriend and I'm like um no uh, I've actually got a boyfriend and it gets a bit awkward and I'm like you know I know I shouldn't be feeling awkward but it's because of that experience I had during school and a little bit in college where I'm a bit like oh god what are these people gonna think what are these new people gonna think of me and you know especially if you've kind of spoken to people and built a bit of a bond with them before they even ask anything about you know who you're going out with and that sort of stuff the one thing that always kind of bothers me and I probably need to deal with it is when people kind of just say straight off the bat like oh um oh so so you're that type of gay or you're this type of gay or whatever and I think to myself oh my god like how did they know and then I think to myself why am I so scared that they know like, why am I panicking that somebody's, like, picked up on it straight away? I've got to deal with that part of me. Because I'm like, well, who cares? Like, if they picked up on me, great. I don't need to out myself. But I think of the negative side of it, like I did in school. Because for years, I tried to hide that part of myself. And that was my shadow self. But now it's coming out into the light. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, I, I don't relate to that personally. But, like, I do relate to the whole, like, insecure side of it. Like, I'm not gay. But, like, I completely, I can relate to gay people. I don't know if that's the thing, but because uh, I'm an ally technically, so <laughs> like I can relate to you because I'm like like an awkward, like shy, introverted person, like socially. So I find it hard to like meet people in groups as well. So I can relate, you know, to that part of it. But I do think that I've grown a lot more confident after like leaving school. So I think if I could go back in time to school now, and if like both of us could, I think we'd both be like even more confident. And sometimes you wish, oh, I wish I could go back in time because I think I'd be better. I think I'd be a bit more comfortable now. Yeah, and you're a true ally. It's like great to see. Thanks for being the like best ally in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I think that comes naturally with everyone though. I think you flourish when you leave school, especially people like us who were very much kind of told we were wrong and then we deal with that and then we kind of we're like no I don't care like we're still here here's what I am um, and you find your people you go out into the real world you do flourish outside of school I do think if we ever were to go back to school we would be great because I think we would still be ourselves but so many people would be giving us less and we'd be like shut up <laughs> I don't care <laughs> go watch RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> I hold grudges. I'm a Leo that holds grudges like forever. <laughs> so that's just me. Yeah, when you talk about Leo uh, holding grudges, remember my moon, which is my emotions, is Leo. So um, my Leo moon very much is exactly the same. I hold yeah. grudges. I am this type of person that would be like, no, I'm great and mm. you were horrible and I will remember that. There are people I've met and encountered and spoken to who made my life hell in school. And they've seen me since like, oh my God, hi, you're doing so well. I'm so happy. And I'm like, mm. thanks. And I just like, I, I don't engage with it. Or if people like will send me a friend request, I just ignore it. I, you know, I'm not going to even bother accepting it. Like, why, why do you want me as a friend on Facebook now when you completely like 
made my life hell <laughs> so no and also like if and i doubt they are but if anyone from school is listening to this i hope you know what you did because like like you said earlier laura um they kind of think oh well that wasn't bullying well no you need to deal with your shadow and you need to ask yourself why are you treated another person like that because they were horrible and i do wonder sometimes i do sometimes wish there was an opportunity where i would speak to somebody and say to them do you know what you did to me like do you know how you made me feel because you were horrible and i remember that yeah this is exactly what i said to my friend yesterday like i i would say that too like i would actually like to say to them face to face like you know you do you like do you remember what what you were like and you know do you remember exactly what happened because i do remember everything like i think that's another part of the shadow is like remembering all of the negative stuff like every single negative comment that was ever made you just remember which i do exactly the same here i remember every negative thing and every insult and slur and whatever else was thrown at me i remember all of that they always say to watch for the quiet ones because the quiet ones are like the underdogs like they know more than you think and it's like and they will like come back and haunt you i remember what you do <laughs> we're quiet because we're listening we're quiet because we're observing we're taking everything in we're judging people we're learning about people people can be horrible and that's part of their shadow that's what they need to deal with that they need to do shadow work sometimes even more than us because they need to ask themselves why they're like that and why they can be like that to other people and the shadow as well is is our fears and i meditated recently and in my meditation i was on um, a beach and it was very peaceful and i could literally like feel the warmth of the sun and feel the warmth of the sand and my my deity was there i i said oh this beach is very nice you know where where are we? And the response I got like straight away was, this is where you die. And I panicked. I panicked straight away. I was like, that isn't what I asked. I don't want to know that. Like, why is that thought come in? Like, where's that come from? And I thought to myself, okay, well, there's a few possible things here. Either I've gone into meditation and the deity that I thought was there was actually just a mischievous spirit, a spirit who was trying to play with me in some way um, and lead me astray or whatever. But then I kind of turned to like the spiritual community on Twitter and Instagram. And I kind of said, look, this is what's just happened. I'm a bit panicked. Like, has this ever happened to anyone else? And I had a few responses, but some people said, well, when they mean death, it's probably not literal. It's probably like a death of a situation or a death of a chapter or something. So I was like, okay, well, that's possible. Then somebody said, consult your tarot cards. So I was like, of course. So I went to my tarot cards and I pulled out, I asked a couple of questions. I pulled out some cards. I have very positive cards that came out. And then one question I came out, I was like, well, why have I got that message? And the card I pulled out was the devil tarot card. So I kind of had an idea of what the devil was. But of course, when I've just been told, supposedly how i'm going to die and then i pull out the devil i'm like oh my god like am i going to hell like is this another sign that i'm about to die like what's happening here so i did some more research on the devil card and the devil card stands for the shadow the devil card stands for the shadow that you suppress the shadow of yourself you know any issues that you're dealing with around your shadow and it's basically a prompt to say do your shadow work So then it kind of all clicked in. I started to calm down. I thought, okay, I think what's happened here is my deity is prompting me to do shadow work. I think they know I have this fear of death abroad and death whilst traveling. 
and they want me to deal with that. They want me to ask and deal with why I'm so scared of that happening and why does that hold me back when I go traveling and, you know, why is that such a big fear of mine? I think even though there was a devil card. Everyone's scared of the death card, but the death card is not death. Death is the death of a situation, the death of a chapter, the death of a scenario, whatever. The devil card is dealing with the darker side and the shadow side and then you've got the tower and the tower is basically like if you pull out the tower it's a tower falling to pieces it's destruction so the tower is telling you something's about to fall apart but don't worry Mm -hmm. because after the tower comes a rebuild so everyone sees the tower as this scary negative card which in some ways it is but also it is all about like rebirth and rebuilding and all that sort of stuff so the those are sort of like the three cards people tend to get a little bit fearful of and I'm I was fearful of them I think death is a natural fear but death is a fear of mine um but when you look at it from a spiritual aspect death isn't the end you know we, we I mean we had a whole episode of talking about spirits and yet we're still scared of death yeah I think you can still be scared of it like the practical side of it even if you believe you know in an afterlife yeah because somebody asked me like well why why are you scared of death you know why why does that scare you and I I answer truthfully and I said well because what if there isn't life after death what if all of this is just some something we don't understand and we're getting these signs and we believe these signs but then we die and everything we thought was true isn't with travel like yeah I love travel I travel all the time I run a travel Instagram every time I go traveling there's an anxiety within me a fear of something bad happening and to the point where I start, where I've planned out long before I've gone there, how I would escape something bad happening, how I would try to escape. Oh, yeah, I like that too. Yeah, like, because we talked about, like, you know, fears like terrorism and something happening. Oh, yeah, I'm always like that. I think a lot of it is down to, like, like what you see on, like, TV and film, like, how it affects you and, you know, how you're affected by it great so thanks everyone for listening to this episode of our shadow and our shadow work um time went by so fast with it because we were discussing so much about what could possibly cause the shadow so let us know if you ever want to want us to go in more depth with it and if that is the case we will get somebody on to talk with us as well this is very much a brief overview of the shadow and what our interpretation of the shadow was um so yeah hun are you going to do your shadow work yeah i mean i'll try i'm always thinking about like my shadow self anyway so yeah i <laughs> i'll have no problem with that thank you so much everyone for listening and uh being here for this shadow work podcast um just a quick little message that if you are looking for one wonderfully scented candles um my business star candles s-t-a-r-r-e candles is available and stocked on etsy so search it on um, etsy they are deity candles and greek god candles and they smell beautiful so that's just a little like message to say like they're available go for it um and that sort of stuff um but yeah uh thanks so much for listening you know where you can find us and you can talk to us and let us know next week then hun are we definitely going to be talking about the leo and aquarius and that sort of thing yes i think we should like just focus a discussion just on that fantastic okay well i'm going to look forward to that episode so um yeah guys we will see you soon thanks so much for listening bye bye, bye. <laughs>